Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Should people be sent to jail if they're caught drink driving? Um, I don't know if you remember on WhatsApp a while ago, there was a whole thing going around in relation to the Irish footballer who was badly injured in an accident. But two Derby County footballers have avoided prison after they admitted drink driving over a car crash which left the Irish international Richard Coe seriously injured. I'm sure you saw the pictures going around on social media of his leg. It's probably the end of his football career. But Wales international Tom Lawrence and Mason Bennett were detained by police after the accident on the A6 near Ale Street Derby shortly after midnight on the 24th of September. Both players admitted drink driving, failing to stop at the scene of an accident. If you remember rightly, they threw uh, the lads into the back of the car and all drove off in one of the cars, which was drivable, uh, even though the two cars were all total, to be honest with you. Um, they all appeared in court today anyway, and the judge had warned the players that a prison sentence was a, a, an option, but the men walked free from court after probation services told the hearing uh, concerns they would struggle in custody. He imposed a 12-month community order on both defendants, ordering them to carry out 180 hours of unpaid work and ban them for driving for two years. It was a fair punishment, in fairness. But the judge told them, you were extremely fortunate to be here today. You had been drinking and had been involved in a road traffic collision that could have led to death. It did lead to serious injury, by the way. You are both intelligent and talented young men who have brought shame upon yourselves, your family, your profession and your club. A midfielder, Lawrence, recorded a breath test reading 58 micrograms per 100 millilitres of blood. And forward, Bennett recorded a level of 64. The legal limit is 35. So he was almost twice the legal limit. And look, if you listen to the audio that was going around at the time... Um, of that particular thing it was going around on WhatsApp people were sending it to each other um, I believe the two of them are very well on pissed actually uh, club captain Richard Kyo suffered a serious leg injury in the crash involving a Range Rover Sport and a Mercedes and uh, could be ruled out for the rest of the season and that's if he recovers at all to be honest with you because that injury looked really bad Prosecutor Marion Connolly earlier today told the court both players were driving home at 11.30 following uh, a night out in uh, Joiner's Arms Pub in Derby. I, I don't want to talk about these two, really, to be honest with you, because I think there's a wider discussion to be had in relation to that particular story. As it stands, people tend to be uh, tend not to be sent to prison for drink driving, unless there's a fatality. In most instances, where there's no fatality or a serious injury to an innocent person, a person generally walks away with a driving ban and a fine and community service. Generally, in this country, just a fine similar to these footballers, and they lose their licence, usually for three years in this country. But should there be a prison sentence? Now, we're talking about people who are caught over the legal limit, not the lower level. The lower level gets you penalty points and a short period of your licence being taken off you. We're talking about being over the full legal limit. Uh, should a person who is caught over the legal limit by a breath test or a blood test or whatever way they happen, they happen to do it and be convicted, should they be sent to jail? Will that be a good deterrent for drink driving or is that a bit over the top? Now, I suppose I'm not the best person to talk about this because I'm quite anti-drink driving. I would never drink and drive because I don't drink. I might have an odd drink at, say, an awards ceremony or a Christmas party only if I'm staying overnight and I know I'm not going to be driving the car and it will be one or two drinks and that will be it. So I don't drink. I don't consider myself an alcohol drinker. So I'm kind of anti-alcohol. 
In the first two months of this year, a total of 1,429 people had been arrested on suspicion of drink driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs. This represents a 17% increase in the arrests last year. That was only in the first two months of this year. Clearly, people are flouting the law. Clearly, people are taking a chance and choosing to drink drive. And they are only the ones who were caught. You can imagine the figure is probably 100 times that of those who take a chance and have a few pints and drive home. Should we have harsher sentences? By the way, the majority of people caught drink driving are in cities, not in rural Ireland, contrary to popular belief, because you've probably less possibility of being caught in rural Ireland because there wouldn't be any guards. So should there be harsher sentences? I want to get your thoughts. Should a person caught over the legal limit be sent to prison? And if not, why not? Why not? I mean, they've done something illegal. They know they were doing It's intentional. When you drink drive, it's intentional. There's no accident. It's not a mistake. You do it intentionally. You know it's against the law. You're willing to take the risk of taking somebody else's life. Or your, or your own. Let me know what you think. Um, should a person go to jail for uh, drink driving? Michael, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Michael? Good evening, I was going to say, good evening, I'll weigh out, man, peace, man. You were talking about the hippies. The hippies, all right, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you've yeah. got to grow dreadlocks and glue yourself to something, Michael, are you? I know, I'll leave that to the 60s and the 70s. Michael, man, you could go you out know? on the road and glue your penis to the ground well, or something. Well, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Way back then, just for a second, you never had to worry about someone's name. You'd see someone walking by. And you put your two fingers up and you just say, way out, man. Peace, man. Peace, man. Yeah, Aye, yeah. Man. you see, I remember. <laughs> now, getting back to what you were saying, um, I would be in favour of prison, yeah, for the simple reason. And I, 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 now people are probably going to say, oh, yeah. When you get, you hit it on the nail, you go out, you get drink, you drink driving, you get uh, not, well, halfway pissed. Ex- sorry for the expression. You get into a car, you know exactly what you're doing. You're, first of all, your mind is not on the driving. You're, I don't know what cloud or planet you're on. Um, and you know what I mean? And then when you're stopped by the police, you get a slap in the hand. You get maybe two years banned. Now, this is what I'd like to see happen. And I guarantee you, you should have brought this in the budget. I guarantee you this, you would see a big, big change. Well, okay, can, can, I, well, can, I, can I ask you, because you've admitted before you're an alcoholic, right? Or, well, in I my was, eyes, no, you I'm, were I'm an alcoholic. Long, I'm, I'm a long, long time over, nearly 20 years off. Now. Okay, yeah, you're not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not drinking now, right? Okay, no. so you're, you're dry a long time. Okay, but yeah. when you were drinking, Michael, and you yeah. were drinking to excess, obviously, Yeah. I mean, did you drive at that time? I hadn't, uh, I'm not going to lie, I had motorbikes and, uh, way back then, yes, I did. Okay, so when was this? Uh, was this the 80s, the 70s? It would have been the 70s, the 80s. Okay, forever. it was a different you time, know, I understand. The drink driving laws weren't strict in those they days. They weren't strict, but the thing about it too... But we still to, knew it was dangerous, to, yeah. Sorry, you have to... Um, there's more cars on the road. There's more people now on the road, more people going out. Yes. Like way back then, you had a lot of... Okay, you had restaurants open, but you didn't have as many people... That's right, no, my like father today. drove pissed all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, so... With us in the car. Yeah, so, but the thing about it is, um, I've never driven a car in my life, so I, would, I don't... Have you not? No, no, I, I don't know how to drive a car, and yet I've been, I've been on motorbike since I was 16. So, so um, you've but, never driven a car? 
I've never driven a car in my life. Jeez, that's weird, isn't it? That's when you, no, it's unusual. No, no, it's, no, because I was always into motorbikes. Uh, you know, because you could look when you're on a bike, you can see around you. When you're in a car, you have to focus all straight in front of you all the time. You, I always found you could see more. Oh yeah, I've driven both. I used it to was ride. a beautiful bus. No, I don't. Yeah, I know. To be smart. It was just the, the, the wind in your. The, I know. So I used head. to. I used to race motorbikes, Michael. Sorry, yeah, I, 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 I loved them. Yeah. But the thing about it now, I know we're going off sidetrack. But the thing about it is that it is so different today. When I drove them way back then, I was only 16. You, 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 you had a whole road to yourself, right? Yep. Now you have motorways. You have more cars on the road. But I, I, I find now that some people are platter getting into a car. I've I, I seen it. Now, I've, driven, I've been driving bikes. I don't anymore now because of my eyesight. But I find now that uh, when you're on the bike, you can see a lot more. You can see people in front of you. And uh, when you're pulling up at a, at a traffic light, you, uh, you don't mean to be nosy. You have a guy beside you, and you can actually see the guy nearly, his head nearly stumped over the wheel, over, over, the, over leaning over the, the steering wheel. And you say to yourself, either he's, either he's going to, either he's, there's something, he's, something, he's on something, or he's out of his, he's pissed. Now, I know what I'm talking about. I have seen it. I, cause yeah, so, the bike, and the point is, even if they're caught, in this country, unless they're involved in an accident where there's a fatality now, the or serious injury, they don't go to jail. But the thing about it is, and the sad thing, and I don't mean to be, I really mean this. There's a lot of people probably listening to this tonight who have lost loved ones. I mean, um, and you've only got one chance in life. Life is very, very precious to everybody. And we're only here, a lot of people say, we're here for a short time, but we're here for a good time. But the good time and the short time is important what way you p- present your life. But for someone to get into a car, come out of a pub, get into a car, and even put passengers in that car, that's wrong. But the passengers are wrong, too, to get into the car. Like those two guys, those, uh, those cars laid on for them in the football in, 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 that, in, that, in England. And, it, well, I hope the club get rid of them. They're no example for children. And there's no example for people, you know what I mean? Are you going to get a slap in the wrist, a slap in the hand from the club? Okay, well, do we stay there for a second? Uh, Catherine, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Catherine? Hi, Niall. Um, no, what you and Michael said, you know, I would um, concur with completely. I think there should be an automatic um, jail sentence, you know, for, for drink driving. That I mean, you know, when you're going out and you're going to drink, I don't drink, but that's neither here nor there. But, um, you know that you're going to drive this car home. Yes, it's a premeditated act. Drink. Yes. So, 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 therefore, you know, you're committing the crime in your um, complete senses, as it were. Yeah. You know, you have prior knowledge of that. Now, I think that there should be an automatic sentence, whether you hit someone or not hit someone. And I think that it should perhaps not be too long, but when you come out of prison, then you should continue to pay. In other words, pay in so much as that your license should be, um, say, eight years suspension of your license, but not eight years in prison. Okay, I get what you mean. Yeah, so a longer suspension of the license. At the moment, it's three years. Does the taxpayer yeah. pay for the, the, well, you know, Niall, the long prison sentence? Yes. Well, sorry, sorry, Michael, what are you trying to say to Catherine? Well, first, uh, what I meant to say, apart from getting three months, straight away, no appeal, no nothing. Yeah. License, insurance, completely taken off or off you for the rest of your life. The rest of your life? N- yes, mm. no more. 
and it right, well, yeah, now, yeah. I, I, I kind of agree with you but then there's part of me have always, and I've always said people deserve a second chance to make the mistake again no I'll tell you why Niall I would say if, if you, you get caught again you, for if, life if you make, yeah. no, sorry, if you make this an example to either man or woman what will happen then is thousands and thousands of people will do their homework and they'll just say oh my god this is after happening now this man in the papers will never have a license again so that's his job gone now, the, the next person that comes along and wants to have a drink to say, oh, if I go out now and I have a few drinks and I get into the car, my license will be gone for the rest of my life. I, my job could be gone. My family won't be able to get here. But you are, you are punishing people for the rest of your life. There's no other crime that we do that for. So, you know, and don't get me wrong, drink driving is a dreadful thing to do. Um, if you get caught and don't obviously kill anybody, it's not the worst crime in the world. No, no, there's thousands of people out there that drive that drive uh, cars, lorries, or whatever. And at the end of the day, it has to be. It has, no, I, no I, I, I'm agreeing with both of you about, about how serious it is. But I'm kind of more in tune with what Catherine is saying. Uh, you know, a minimum prison sentence, maybe for three yeah. months, and then you know, an eight-year ban. That's oh, not no. a bad ban. Five or eight years, rather than the three years you have at the moment. Teach people a really good lesson. But I would yeah. say, Michael, that, you, you know, if you, if, like, but if somebody's over the limit, they haven't caused, killed anybody. Now, if they kill somebody, by the way, or there's a fatality or a serious injury, absolutely take the license off them for the rest of their life. But if they haven't, I think five years or eight years is probably enough. Yeah, but now, but why do you have to uh, wait? Niall. Yeah, sorry, Kat. Yeah, I'm saying killing or not killing, you are going out, you know. Yeah, with the intention, with, yes. With the intention. Whether, you don't know whether you're going to kill someone or not. So, you know, I mean, like, that should not really be taken into account. I think that if you kill someone or you don't kill someone, it should perhaps, you know, there are two crimes here. Firstly, you get into this car drunk. Now, that can apply, you know, to everyone. So, but say one person does not kill someone and the other person does kill someone, surely there should be two separate actions in so much as, yes, your automatic ban for drink driving and then perhaps um, a criminal action brought by the family um, for the, the killing of their loved one. That would be a civil case, yeah, to take a civil action. We'll stay, we'll stay there for a second. I want to go to Michael and Steve as well. Michael, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Michael? Story now. Uh, another Michael. Yeah, sorry. So we've two Michaels now. I'm going to call you Mike. Save confusion. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so Michael, is that a bit too much what Catherine is saying? Three months minimum in jail. Now, we're not talking about the lower level, by the way, where you you know, you know, get your penalty points and your license taken off you for six months. We're talking about the the upper level where you'd normally lose your license for three years, where you're well over the legal limit, right? So yeah. over the legal limit, license off you for five years, let's say, and jail three months. No, I wouldn't put them in jail. I'd take the car off them. Mm. I wouldn't put them in jail. The prison, I mean, the the, re, the reality of this situation is the guards are pulling people over every single night of the week during driving, and the prison service couldn't take them. The prison service is overboarding as it is. So well, that's it, a good it, point. Yeah, I can understand so that, man. Well, ha- well, hang on, Michael. Hang, hang on, Michael. Let Mike finish. Yeah, yeah. So oh. I would take the car off them, and they don't get it back, and... The car could be donated to the rehabilitation centre or the children's hospital. So or, auctioned off, basically. Mm. Yeah, your car's mm. gone. Good luck. They do, they, do that, they do that in Australia, by the way. Yeah, well, we need to do it here. Well, hang on. Sorry, Michael, you want to say something to Mike there? Go yeah, ahead. I, I think he's made a very, very good point, and that's what I said. You see, when someone gets into a car, pissed out their heads, as you said, they haven't hit anybody. 
do they have to wait to hit somebody? Yeah. First of all, that's premeditation. Because, yeah. okay, now people say, oh, no, it's not a murder case. It could, end, it could end up being a murder case or whatever it is. Well, it would be manslaughter, yeah. Yeah, manslaughter. You're getting into a car, you're out of your head, and the next thing you're driving up some laneway and uh, 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 during the day and a load of children are coming over school or a woman is crossing the road with a woman, man, a child, bang. You cannot control, apart from, you can't control yourself, never mind the student wheel. So where is the logic in that? Okay, well, Mike, to get back to what you were saying, do you, do you believe that people are taking it seriously, the law? Because when you look at the figures, you know, and this is what the, the Garda actually catch, which is over 1,400 in the first two yeah. months of the year. I yeah. mean, you can assume there was 100 times that many took a chance and just didn't get caught. Oh, exactly, yeah. So yeah. people are still doing it. So why do you think people are still doing it? So the punishment clearly isn't enough. But there's no, it's like, there's no actual barrier to stopping you doing it. Like, and people have a few drinks in and they just, their common sense goes out the window and they don't think, they're not thinking about the damage they can do. But it's, not, it's nothing to do with their common sense going out the window. If I go to any pub tonight, well, not particularly tonight because it wouldn't be, be quite enough, but on Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, right, you drive by any pub there, you know, with a big car park. The car park yeah. is full. They're not all drinking Coca-Cola. So they're arriving there with their cars with the intention of driving back home. Well... You could call them selfish then. It is, it is a selfish thing to do. It's a very selfish thing to do. People are dying on the roads. People are getting killed. And that's the reality. So I guess it's selfish. I mean, I mean, there's other things. I know the country thing as well. I mean, people are saying that, you know, it killed off the country and all that kind of thing. But I mean, there could have been better things put in place, like yeah. bus services, minibuses and all this kind of thing. That I, do understand, I do understand the rural Ireland argument and, you know, that yeah. it's probably not viable to put in a bus service or whatever it is or whatever happens. But, but that's not the point, there. is it? The pubs could have done something there, but so they don't really have an excuse, you know what I mean? Mm. So, but look, it's a serious thing. Like, do you want to be the, a guard who has to knock on someone's door? on a Monday morning and, you know, there's two kids in there, three kids and a wife or a husband and, sorry, your 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 missus or your husband is dead. Like, that's what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. It's not, we're not depriving people of something. Like, when you drink drive, you could literally deprive someone of their loved one, someone they care about, someone that's a big part of their life, unnecessarily. Yeah, I mean, I was quite shocked that these guys, these guys got away. I, I'm not even sure if you're familiar with the story of these footballers because it was going around on WhatsApp and, um, it was going around in the newspapers at the time there, going back a little while ago. Um, and they left the scene of the accident. They thought, you know, they, they were pissed. And I mean pissed yeah. out of their heads. And they, they destroyed the two vehicles, left the scene of the accident in one of the vehicles, which was just about driving. And they left Richard Kyo behind in one of the cars. They left yeah, him there. Yeah. Went back to one of the apartments of one of the lads, had a bit of crack and then realised, Jesus, we left Richard back in the car. Went back from at that stage, the police were there and they all handed themselves in. Well, it sounds like they were on more than drink anyway, so. Well, possibly, yeah, you wouldn't know. They were off, they were off their trolleys anyway. No? Yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry, Catherine. No, I'm just wondering, uh, it's a question actually. Um, do, um, you know, the pubs, the owner of the pubs, do they have any responsibility if, say, um, you know, the person gets very drunk on their premises and then they see this person going out? I'm just wondering what the law is with regards to that. No, I don't, I don't, they, no there, was, there has been a couple of test cases in relation to the responsibility of a bar owner. Yeah. Um, and there was one case actually here, I think it was in Kerry, 
uh, where a bar owner, they took the bar owner, uh, a case against the bar owner, served a guy too much alcohol. Unfortunately, he crashed his car and died. And uh, they lost the case. And I, I think you would have to be careful how you would deal with that situation because the bar owner is only providing a service. That's like, yeah, say, well, that's like saying, they should the guy who sells me a fast car be responsible for the fact that I speed? Point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, but we'll stay there, lads, for a second. Let me go to Steve. Steve, you're our classic kids. How you doing, Steve? What's the story, Noel? Uh, Steve, oh. I mean, when you've got that many people still drink driving, the message clearly isn't getting out there. The punishment clearly isn't enough to dissuade people from doing it. So should we change the law and make sure people go to jail for it? No, we shouldn't. Why? Let me start. Let me start off by saying first that Michael, not Mike, um, Michael, the guy who sounds like he's, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's, yeah, um, he's a bit of a knob because he the the stuff that he is proposing is just ridiculous, like a lifetime ban. And he also said it's premeditated murder if you get into it. It's not premeditated murder if you drink and drive because it, there's no you're you're not thinking about killing somebody. Yes, you were drinking and driving, but you're not thinking about killing somebody. That was a stupid point that he brought up. But okay, can, can I clarify to you, because I wanted to clarify that story I mentioned to Mike a few minutes ago. We can call him Michael now because little Michael is gone, right? Okay. But uh, yeah, this was, okay, so I'm looking at the story and it was back in 2011. And it was the High Court ruled that a publican who served a man up to six pints did not owe a duty of care to those that he injured and killed when he crashed his car. God bless Google. Well, there you go. So he did. In other words, the barman wasn't responsible. Now, this guy, uh, John Connolly, was served five uh, or six pints of Guinness and went to crash his car into another car, killing himself and a passenger in the other car as well, and injuring another woman back in two thousand five. Sorry, sad statistic. That's all it is. Well, it is an extremely sad statistic, and some unfortunately lives have been lost. But that, that was just to clarify that the bar owner is not responsible. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. I, look, okay. I, I feel that I, what, what's happening now at this moment in time is people who drink are basically being told they're the complete and utter bad guys. I think that the laws that we have in place now are way too severe, and we shouldn't be bringing in any other further laws. And let me explain why. When you do the breathalyzer test, I think that is so unfair. Because if you were to give me a glass of Guinness and do a breathalyzer test on me, and I was over the limit, I would be absolutely scuttered because I don't drink. Whereas a guy who was of heavy build could drink a glass of Guinness and not even feel the effects whatsoever, because it depends on the metabolism and the size of the person. So Absolutely. That's why, that's why we re- the, the level is set... So to a level that's, that's well, I suppose it's set to a level that's more of saying you don't drink and drive. It, it's set to that level, but it's still telling us you can drink and drive. The law says No, you, you can. can't. You, really, you can't. No, the law, the amount that you can drink now is so low that you can't. It's, you it's, can't. it's not even a glass of wine. But hold, okay, so let's say three mouth, uh, a mouthful of wine. The law is saying you can take a mouthful of wine and get into a car. No, the law is not saying that, Steve. What you're doing is you're interpreting the law, the law incorrectly. I'm not. You know, the law doesn't say that everybody's going to get pissed on a glass of wine because most people no, wouldn't get pissed on a glass said. of wine. You're not listening to what I'm saying. What I said was that the law tells us we can drink and drive, but up to a certain. But limit. you know why that is? Because it has different effects and different. No, effects. no, because they can't reduce the level to zero by law. That just they wouldn't be. It wouldn't be possible because if you're wearing aftershave, the alcohol in the aftershave, the carrier for the actual perfume that's in your aftershave gets into your bloodstream. So you will, ha- you will have a low level of alcohol in your bloodstream. Right, I understand that. But at, if you get pulled over by a copper and he asks you, have you been drinking? They say, well, I had a couple of mouthfuls of wine. And they give you a well, breathalyzer. That's how you going to say aftershave. On, yeah. <laughs> and they, they give you a breathalyzer and you're under the legal limit. They let you go on your merry way. Therefore, the law says that you can have a certain amount of alcohol. 
what it says. No, you know, you're, no, you're interpreting it. No, you're interpreting I it wrong. It. No, the law, the law is just basically set to a minimum level. What the law is saying, it's set so low that it's more or less saying to you, it's illegal to drink and drive. Well, you're obviously, well, look, you're, that's the way the law, that's the way I interpret the law. probably too stupid to understand it. I, well, now you're being patronised, but go on. Uh, no, hold on. If, if a copper pulls up to you tonight... I know what you're it. trying to say. I well, know what you're trying to say. How are you not getting it? Why, why, why no, I know what you're trying to say. That one lad is all right with two bottles of beer. Somebody else might be a little bit off his head on two bottles of beer. I understand what you're trying to say. Exactly. No, but you, but you can't have different laws for different people. Home. No, what I'm trying to hammer home is the law says you can drink and drive. And you're saying, no, it doesn't. It does say that. It says you're allowed a certain amount before it's illegal. So therefore, it's a very unfair system because some people metabolize alcohol better than others, especially big, burly lads. So I think it's well, well, then I think that everybody in this country knows that the most you can have is if you want to have a glass of wine with your meal, that's probably acceptable and fine. But and it doesn't matter what size you are, you can have a glass of wine with your meal. You go over that and you're caught, you're going to be done. That's what okay, most so people understand. And this is where it becomes unfair, Niall. So the, let's say I have that glass of wine, a person who doesn't drink, I can't handle alcohol, I would probably crash the car. Where a big guy, he could have um, a bottle of wine, and he'd be grand. Yeah, but that, but then, well, okay. Now, now we're we're being pedantic here. Now, right? No, the point, no. the point is, in that situation, you should be responsible anyway. I understand that. And yeah, most yeah. people, and exactly, and most people know their tipping point when they're drinking alcohol. I, I don't believe zero, that for a minute. I have zero sympathy for anybody who is absolutely legless drunk and getting into a car. Zero sympathy. But for a guy who has three, four, five, six points. Who was able to handle that? Who t- no, who thinks he's able to handle that? I, I, no, because I, the experts I, will tell you, they've done these tests, you know, with different size people, where they'll give them, you know, two bottles of Bud or whatever it is, and get them to drive down a street in between two cones, and it's and stop a car at a certain type of way, you know, when a light flashes, you know, and to show their reaction times. It's been proven scientifically that even with a small amount of alcohol, it impairs your con- bullshit. concentration. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. Bullshit. best. Way. If I was to give you a joint and you were to smoke said joint and then travel home, I'm sure that you would be a rough journey home. I'm yeah? sure I'd be wrapped around a lamppost probably. Absolutely. Whereas me, I could smoke one, two, three, four, five joints and I would still be perfectly safe to drive, but I do know my limits. There is a time where I go Okay, well, the, but the, unfortunately the law, well, I, I get what you're saying, I'm not completely disagreeing with it, but unfortunately the law has to be a blunt instrument, right? So the law yeah, must is. be the same for everybody. Now, the point is, when somebody is caught, and let's be clear yeah. about this, Steve, who's over the legal limit, well over the legal limit, say, as some of these guys today were, twice, nearly twice the legal limit, yeah. do you believe they should go to jail? Do you believe people should go to jail at that point? No, because, I mean, twice the legal limit is still a very small amount of alcohol. Ah, very small see, amount See of what alcohol. I'm dealing with, Michael, here? What's that? This is what I'm dealing with. These, are, these are people who are apologists for, for he drinkers. Wants to, he wants, it sounds like you want it all just to stay the same. What? It sounds like you want everything to stay the same, that you don't want any changes, even though people well, are I mean, dying. And... The amount of people who die on the roads via... Uh, drink driving is inconsequential, really, to the statistics. Would you say that's the people? Would you say that's their families? Unfortunately, yes. We have so li- very little road deaths in this country, which actually um, have alcohol involved in it. 
So therefore, it's it's inconsequential to the actual... The, the okay, well, that's the statistics on road deaths, which is probably somewhere between 150 and 170 per year. Drink, you know, is a, obviously a driving factor in many of those accidents, pardon the pun. Oh, but okay. but in saying that, there are many accidents that there is no fatalities in, where people are injured or maimed, and we don't have the stats for those. Okay, so let's, let's say 100 people a year, let's say, just for example, 100 people a year die because of uh, drink driving. Yep. So that number, 100 versus... Five and a half million people is inconsequential. It's still a hundred people. That's it's, just I mean, it's inconsequential. Jesus Christ, man! That it's is such a so small figure. Why are we looking? And at what, and what about all the people who are injured when they were hit by a drunk driver or crashed into by a drunk driver? What about those people? Again, small figures, inconsequential to, uh, to the bigger picture. Until it's one of your relations. Yeah. What is the no, bigger? We picture? don't have what a drink driving problem in this country. Everybody likes to pretend we do, but we don't have a drink driving oh, problem because the numbers are so bloody small. Is that what's is that what's smoking a joint does to you? Puts you in denial. Yeah, that's exactly what it does. Now. Yeah, sorry, well, sorry, Michael. What do you want to say to him? There, go ahead. I was just going to say it's not my experience. I mean, I've seen loads of drunk drivers out there over the years. I mean, you go on a weekend, you'll see them. I mean, you'll see them. It's that. I mean, even if it's just one life, Stephen, that you. you we're, we shouldn't be losing even one life. I mean, you're... Oh, man, I don't know. More people <laughs> die of heart attacks in this country, and we don't we don't spend as much on advertising for heart attack prevention in this country as we do for uh, not drink driving. We have much bigger problems that we could deal with instead of... That's, that's not a fair death. argument, you know. You, you, can't, you, you can't be turning around and saying, because of this, because of this, because of this, we spend this yes, and this, we, we shouldn't do this. We no, that's, that's a nonsense. It's against the law. People know it's dangerous, and yet people do it on a regular basis. Why, why are people doing something that's clearly dangerous, not only to other people, but to themselves, and it's illegal? So why are they still doing it? Because we live in a country where there's, I mean, in a small town outside of Dublin, you could have 10 pubs and, and, you know, and a population of 200 people. We live, it's a culture of drinking in this country. But that's not an acceptable argument. Hold on, let let me finish. All of these laws were brought in post all of this. You know, it was brought in after the fact. And it's very unfair on people who do drink, who have the one glass, two glass, three glass, whatever, and get into a car and drive home. But, 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 but hold on, the laws have been brought in over the last 30 years specifically, right? I, because I remember when the laws started coming in first about 30 years ago and you were allowed to have six pints. That was the legal limit, right? Then they brought it down to like four. Then it was down to two. Now it's down to less than one, right? Yeah. So, and they did that over the course of 30 years. So it's allowed a generation to basically get over it, if you know what I mean. It's allowed okay. a generation of drinkers to die off, essentially. Okay, and our numbers were never that big to begin with. They, are, are you mental? No, our numbers <laughs> were never that big to begin with. We well, you're, well, you're, you're talking about... Problem. Well, hang on. In the first two months of the year, over 1,400 people were caught. Okay, and was there anybody killed? I don't know the accidents for the first two months of the year, but I don't know how many people were killed. But I can tell you there was probably quite a few accidents. Okay, so if there's accidents, I can put up with that. An accident is an accident. There's nobody injured. Oh, in Jesus. How do you know people weren't injured? Well, as I said, you're only, you're only yeah. taking the road deaths per year, which is somewhere around the 150 mark, right? You're only yeah. taking the deaths. What about the amount of people who are maimed, who are hurt, who are injured, but who are scarred for even, life? Even if we put that up by another... Or whose cars were just damaged badly. 
even if we put that up by 20-30% Niall it's still inconsequential numbers for the population we don't have a bloody drink driving problem. if I killed you it would be quite inconsequential but I'd say that I, I wouldn't be I, didn't, I wouldn't do it let me tell you why we don't have you wouldn't even be missed Steve Niall you should up and let me finish the reason why we don't have a drink driving problem in this country and why the numbers aren't bigger is because it proves that you, even Michael said it there he sees drunk drivers all the time but we don't see the crashes all the time it means people can handle their bills and drive yeah but the I don't follow them around and see what they're up to they, for all I know they, they've done a well, lot I of can damage guarantee, I can guarantee you Michael that you know all these drink drivers that you've seen didn't kill people they haven't maimed somebody haven't had big accidents you know maybe 1% of them <laughs> How do you know that, though? I mean, I'm because it would be all over the news. Well, what, well, okay, let me give you another argument then. People who are texting on their phones, right, while they're driving. Now, yeah. there has been some cases where people have been involved in very serious accidents and it's been proved they've been on the phone texting because the guards can look at the phone records, etc., right? But yeah. every day I see people doing it. They're not okay. all involved in accidents, but they're all taking a huge chance. Not only is it illegal, and can they get three penalty points for doing it as well and be charged with dangerous driving, are using a mobile phone apparatus while you're driving a car, but it's also a huge risk that you run out, you veer off the road. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Mike, will you stop, blah, Steve? Blah, blah. Hold on a second. You can tune in your radio, or you can light up a cigarette in a car, or you can take something out of your pocket, change for the toll bridge. Yes. You can talk. Okay, to but there's a limit friend. to how much freedom we can take away from you. Yes, I understand what you're saying. And yes, there are distractions. Kids in the back of the car can be a distraction. I understand yes. all of that. But in saying that, we can take away some of those. We can't take away all your freedoms because then we'll turn into a nanny state. But one of the very obvious ones is complete. It takes completely away your focus on the road when you start texting. The same way as your focus on the road is certainly uh, impaired by the fact that you might have three bottles of Budweiser or four bottles of Budweiser in you. Depends on the person. And that's my argument. So So are you happy with the law the way it stands? Oh, no, no, I think the law should be changed and decreased the penalties on people who are drink, caught drink driving because people lose their jobs, their careers, their families. Should have thought about that before they went for a drink with the car. Bullshit, bullshit. Okay, well, well hang on, let, let me go to, to Rene if I can. Rene, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Rene? How are you going, I? Uh, right, Rene, if you listen to Steve try to justify or apologise for drink drivers there for some strange reason, I don't know why. Um, uh, go ahead. I'm a, I'm a truck driver, okay, for 11 years now. And uh, as a truck driver in this country, we're not allowed to drive with any alcohol. Zero, right? Yep. Um, understandable. Example, understandable, right? But <clears throat> what I'm saying is, there's a good example which happened locally to us. A truck driver went to work, okay? Checkpoint there, flew into the York, Grant, he passed the t- test in his car, jumped in his truck, five minutes later, came down to the same checkpoint thinking he was fine, flew into the thing, and he failed, right? Because the, the law is different for professional drivers. Exactly. Yes. Now, yeah. where where is the law right there? Now, I know we're driving a forty ton truck, right? Okay, but I mean, someone with drinking and going to town can crash into a crowd of people, right? And yes, I don't agree with drinking at all behind the wheel, like zero. Okay, I mean there should be levels. Okay, where like I live in the country, okay, and if I know myself, my partner, right, we're going to go out for a meal tonight. We're going to have drinks. We have two cars, right? We drive one car in, we leave it in town, we know where we can park it, and we get a taxi home. It doesn't matter whether we own any two drinks or one drink. We always get a taxi home because we just don't want to risk it, first of all, right? Yeah. So if you can't, if you can't afford, right, to have a taxi to take you home, okay, well, then you've got to stay at home and have your drinks at home. It's as simple as that, you know? 
And so, there's no so it's part and parcel of the night out, the cost of the night out, and that's it. Exactly. You know, if you can't afford a taxi home, there's no reason for you to get behind the wheel. Yes, I understand if you go for a meal and you have a pint. Yeah, there should be a law where, okay, there's a limit, right, okay, that you can say, okay, I had one well, pint. Well, well, realistically, look, if you are out for a meal and you are having a pint, you're not going to register over the limit. No, you're not going to register yeah, over the limit. Yeah, because you, you've, you've had something to eat and you've been there for a little while sipping on the pint. That, that's right, yeah. So, I mean, the laws, the law on the, on the, what you were saying early on about jail sentences and that kind of carry on, okay? If you hit someone, or you injured someone, or you you killed someone, and you were saying that, oh, you know, the, the, I think the license should be taken away for a lifetime, okay? For life. Because you were saying, for life, yeah, because you were saying that, well, I think people should be given a second chance. But what about that person that you killed? They're not getting a second chance. No, no, I know. I did, I know, I did say, in relation to a fatality, I would completely agree for life. But, yeah. I, but I did say in relation to, because I think it was Catherine said, a five-year, eight-year ban if you're caught drink driving. And I said, well, I, or, and then Michael was saying for life. And I said, well, no, I do believe you should get a second chance, provided you haven't killed somebody. Yeah. Well, I, I had a friend of mine. He, he drank and he, he loved his drink and he, he drove home from the pub. He, he lived in the countryside and he drank in a local pub in the country. And he hit someone and drove on. Never realised he hit him, right? That's how drunk he was. But they obviously caught him afterwards, right? They knew who he was because they realised who left the pub at a certain time and this carry on. Yeah. And he and he was jailed, you know. And rightly so. Yeah, and rightly so, you know. And uh, you know, I, I like the guy, but you know, I I didn't have any sympathy, you know. What I mean, because the guy he actually hit was in a bad way and nearly nearly died because he hit, you know. Yeah, well, and that's it. He's destroyed somebody else's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I'm sure, by the way, he feels bad about it. I'm not saying yeah. that he doesn't, you know, and he'll remember now, that if, for the rest of his life. Now, if you get stopped, okay, and you blow into the thing, okay, um, obviously I don't I don't agree with a jail sentence then, right? Um, if, you know, if you're genuine, you got stopped and whatever else, yes, your license should be taken away from you for a long period of time. Two or three years, not enough. I mean... What, what, about, I was, the, what about these guys today? Are you following that story about the Derby footballers? And Richard, yes. Richard Kyo, obviously Richard Kyo's leg is in a oh, bad they, shape. Bad they shape. They should, should, should have been, comp- never, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, they drove away from the accident. They left Richard Kyo there. Yeah, you know, and this is the problem, like, you know, I mean, a normal person who is not famous, right, like my friend, okay, great example, gets put to jail for it, okay? Yeah. And they just walk away with it, you know? They yeah. Community servers, you know, just because they have a second title, you know? Yeah, because they're so, famous footballers. Exactly. You know, and, and that seems to be always the problem. You know, someone who's famous will get away with it, you know, get away with, you know, drink driving and whatever else they want to fucking do. Like, you know, kind of way. Mm. You know? Okay, but uh, yeah. what, what about Steve's argument there that you should be able to have a few pints because everybody's body is different? No, I, I don't agree. And I, the, the reason I don't agree is because I, I, I'm on the road an awful lot and I see on the weekends when I'm driving where there's people in front of me um, and I know they had drinks I see them well, veering in and out, veering in and out the whole time. You know? well, let me propose something to the two of you there, right? And I want you to answer this honestly. So let's say I decide tonight to go into the pub and have myself a shot of vodka. And that puts me over the limit. Uh, not over Absolutely, the limit. yeah. 
it wouldn't put me over, well, it would give me something that's, I don't know the uh, volume of alcohol. So something that would be acceptable, a pint. Can I drink a pint? You can, you can, can well, the, the law says it's just actually about three quarters of a pint. But if you're having a meal, a pint probably would be fine. Okay, so let's say I drink three quarters of a pint and I get into a car and I am absolutely gee-eyed. No, I'm you wouldn't drunk. be gee-eyed in three quarters like, of a pint. I, I, I can't drink. I, well, I don't drink either, but I know I could drink three quarters of a pint and I wouldn't be legless. That was a stupid. I, I drank a half a bottle of copper bear, bear there at Christmas and I was absolutely pissed. So, you know, that's me. It just reacted. <laughs> Says more about you, to be honest with you, whenever. <laughs> yeah, I prefer drugs. Drugs is my thing. Your question, that, but do you agree, Steve, with... Well, no, no, I do you say, yeah, you're I saying... Ask what, a question. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask a question first. So, let's say I drink that... Um, okay, and it has an effect on you. Right. And it has an effect on me. I crash the car. The guards breathalyze me. I'm still under the limit. What happens? Well, nothing. Exactly. But but you're you're missing the point. You would be the exception to the rule because the majority of people who do drink and drive are used to drinking and wouldn't get pissed on three quarters of a pint. So you're making it. That's a it's a silly argument, Steve. You're making my argument. No, I'm not. It's a it's a silly argument because it's very rare that somebody doesn't drink is going to go out and have three quarters of a pint and get hammered and drive a car. That's just not. It's not a thing that happens too often. Well, Well, answer me this then, Steve. Right. Is, do you reckon that a truck driver, okay, like you're saying you, you should be allowed to have three or four pints, right? Do yeah. you think that a truck driver should be allowed to get behind the wheel of a truck with three or four pints in it? It depends on the person, yes. If, if, Absolute if, bullshit. I mean, come on, like. <laughs> well, you, you said something earlier. You turned around and you said that. I, 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 I'm well able to drink. You couldn't chant it. You said you wouldn't chant it. You go in with your wife and you have a couple of drinks and you get a taxi home. And you just wouldn't chance it. But let me ask you, if the law was different, would you chance it? No, of course I would chance If the law said four points, you no, wouldn't I would, think no. about it and you would drive your car. You no. wouldn't even give it a second thought. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't chance it. And I'll tell you the reason why I wouldn't oh, chance yes. it. I wouldn't chance it. But so why would I chance it? I know, I know what after two points or three points, right? It depends on what you have to eat as well, right? If, right. You, if, you, if you have three points, right? You can start feeling that you're not the same person that you are with just watering. Right? Well, you and don't, and you it's don't a fact. sound like a spring chicken, so I'm assuming that um, <laughs> you're in your 40s, 50s, yeah? No, 42. <laughs> he is a bit of spring chicken. Well, Noel, you were around. Michael, <laughs> Michael's no spring chicken. Noel, you said it yourself. I'm 40. Are you? Michael's 40. 40 yeah. But Niall, you said to yourself, I heard you on air before saying that your father literally would fall out of the car. Yeah, he'd be pissed. He'd, my my oh, father yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't uh, be ashamed of the fact that he could drink 17 pints of Guinness and drive a car. And do you think he, should, he deserves to go to prison? Absol- by today's standards, absolutely. So, by yeah. the, so our standards, basically, is what has... No, changed. our education. We've become educated. Yeah. We, you know, we were a bit thick in those days. In, in my father's day, when he was stopped at the side of the road, which he was many times by the guards, um, the guards would turn around and go, Ah, Jesus, now, Frank, you've had too much to drink. Because they knew everybody. Give us the keys to the car there. You can pick it up at the guard station tomorrow. And do you think people back then were more stupid that they, they didn't realise that you can't drink? I, I don't think... We, we had different morality. Life no, was different. We thought it was okay to slap kids. We thought it was okay. You know, life was very different. It was because the law dictated... Men law. thought it was all right to beat their wives. You know what I mean? I mean, it was a very different world we lived in. Okay, well, lads, I, I'm sorry, I have to wrap it up because I'm going way over time and I, I need to talk about Extinction Rebellion because so many people want to talk about it. There's a lot, so many yeses coming in. Uh, lads, thank you very much indeed. Rene, safe driving, and thanks, Michael and Steve as well. 
Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.